No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 81. My name is Phil, and I'm your host. It is July 17th, 2013, and my shout-out, it's going to go to Mech Manor. God, I freaking love that game. Finally finished the original campaign, streaming early this morning, putting that up on YouTube for you guys a little bit later. But uh, yes, for anybody out there, wink, wink, Garth, pass this on, Mech Manor. Just saying, um, I have a request. We would love the source code for Mech Manor Gold. I think it's a valid request. I mean, Mech Manor 2 source codes out there. Let's happen. Let's do this. Let's make a petition to make it happen. So that is my goal. Well, what about a Mech Commander 3? Darren, what about you? Oh, actually, since you made a request, I'm going to make a request as well. Um, if some people have checked it out, Mech Tech forums are down. I am looking for Mech Warrior 4. Does anybody have the files? Does anybody have the game? Contact me. Let me know. Hey, this is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil. And my shout out today goes to Ranchers. Yes, ranchers, or anyone that has to get up at the ass crack of dawn to feed and clean up after animals every fucking day. Shit work is shit work. Thankfully, I only have to do it for one week out of the year to help my dad while he's away. It's almost over. And also, a quick shout out to Matt, a.k.a. Rusted Pumpkin, for his continued and amazing work. Thank you, dude. Yes, I have to agree. And uh, Brandon, what about you? Hello, this is Brandon, also known as Catrick Hell, and tonight my shout-out is actually going to a gentleman who I don't know the name of, uh, but he noticed my shirt at the midnight showing of Pacific Rim, and I wanted to say, you're awesome. What, what, what did shirt? he say? Uh, he said, oh, that's a new Guts No Galaxy shirt. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. You should buy one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Did he know who you were, did he ask? He did not know, and I did not t- say who I was. I'm the Brandon. <laughs> v. Yeah, you should have been like, dude, like, come on, really? You don't know who I am? I mean, really? Listen to anyways, me talk. Anyways, guys, welcome to our live studio audience. Got a nice amount here. It's always a pleasure. And of course, to all of our new listeners out there in the world, thank you for tuning in. And we say, hey, if you like what we're doing with everything at NGNG, we've got a tip jar on our website on the right side. Hey, show us some love and we'd appreciate it. And we actually have a new uh, donations uh, feature coming to the website too. It'll, you know, um, anyways, got some perks. So keep an eye on that. Uh, we'll be posting up the details. So when you do, do donate, you get some benefits like, you know, being able to use whatever avatar you want, stuff like that. I think that's a reasonable thing for those who are donating. Hey, you should get some perks. So that's what we're going to be moving to. So thank you again. Cool, cool. And are you doing a little shopping online? Maybe Amazon, Newegg, or Tiger Direct? If so, help support the show while shopping for cool stuff online by clicking on the Amazon, Newegg, or Tiger Direct buttons on our website. They're on the right side. Scroll down a little bit. It won't add anything to your charge, but it gives MGNG a little kickback. It's a great way to support everything we do if you don't want to or cannot donate directly. And also, a little bit of news. Um, as uh, some of you, most of you, a lot of you, I don't know, uh, have been uh, you know, communicating with us, the RSS feed for our podcast has been borked for a while. Um, not working. I, I couldn't get it on my uh, podcatcher either. So if you do not listen to our podcast directly from our website or uh, via iTunes, but you do use a podcatcher on your Droid or other mobile device, our feed is now feeds.feedburner.com forward slash NGNG. Again, feeds.feedburner.com forward slash NGNG, and that will subscribe you right to our podcast. And every time we post a new one, it'll automatically update in your podcatcher. So there it is. Use it. Pass it around. Now, apparently, I, when I set this up, I actually didn't screw it up. It's just, uh, yeah, so just mm-hmm. going to throw it out there. It's been working for a while. I just needed some uh, some love needed from some uh, love. Darren. Need some beard attention. But anyways, guys, this week we've got the Catalyst Game Lab sponsorship giveaway, a week 10. 
we're gonna go to Sword and Dragon starter book. Now, actually, this is a really good starter book to get if you've never uh, gotten into uh, the Battleteca universe. So make sure to check this out. Obviously, totally free. All you have to do is answer uh, one simple question uh, and register. That's that's all you have to do. There's no one forcing you, no ads, nothing like that. Completely free. And I'd like to say again, Randall <laughs> probably never listens to this, but if you do, thank you again for helping set that up. That was awesome. And of course, uh, today we've got uh, Garth joining us like he normally does. What's going on, Garth? How are you? Pretty good. How are you guys? Good, man. Good. So, uh, yeah, any uh, any news, uh, you know, how's your cicada doing? You know, taking care of it, feeding it and all that? Yeah, I fed it a lot of people today, so it's feeling good. Did I heard you had a match. What's up with that? Yeah. Someone, I, I someone stole another, your kill? Another canyon run. I seem to get that on canyon. Yeah, that cicada. I'd, I'd have to agree. So, all right, guys, today's going to be just an old style format. We're going to go through some some notes we have for what came out this past week and uh, all that fun stuff. Talk about it a little bit. Give you give us uh, you know something to uh, chat about, and then we'll obviously we'll open up to uh, community questions there at the end and move on to some other stuff. But uh, first on the list is Mechware Online, and we've got uh, the Lava World walkthrough. And here's a link to the vid, and there's still photos. Now, this was actually released via <laughs> pretty smart individuals. Um, Let's just say this is unofficial. The official is still being worked on by moi and will be out soon. But yeah, this is a little. This is more of a sneak preview than what I was bringing you. All right, now it is for the this, the sneak previews. It's a sneak, sneak, say, sneak. So what this person did was it was on the test server, the public test server, and uh, I guess they went into the files and changed up the files so they could drop on the training grounds. Is this correct, Brennan? That would be correct. Yeah, that's that's pretty smart. I'm not going to lie. Like, you, you got to think. Well, everyone was like, ah, 12v12, let's do it. This person was like, hmm, I have a plan. So it looks like uh, they did that. And uh, in the lava... <laughs> Apparently you cool off when you were, uh, uh, you know, touching it and stuff like that. Now that being said, this was uh, and not the final, obviously, map at all and probably, stuff like that. So it's probably just a placeholder texture or something like that. Yeah, probably so, the same uh, coding as water, and they'll just change the uh, code after for release. Now that being said, um, you know, when is this map? Guys, do you know a time frame? Do you know when this map is supposed to be coming out? We don't have an exact time frame, but it shouldn't be too long. It's coming along nicely. I was going to say, how do you, uh, like, plan on it? It's really hilly, so I really like it in my Jenner in particular. It's a little weird in my Cicada, but you get used to it after a while. A like, lot of uh, people charge the center and then get flanked, and then they get flanked, and there's a lot of dancing around the center. It's really interesting. The center is that big dish thing? Yeah, in the middle. Right. We call it we the saw Thunderdome. You can hit the, the Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Nice. All right, so obviously that was leaked, so check that out. Um, and obviously there is a more official video coming out <laughs> later on, I'm sure. Uh, we've got the Ceramex cell. is actually on the 23rd. That is next week. Now, regardless of how you feel, definitely try to support this. It took them a while longer, obviously. We had uh, Russ, uh, you know, stating that, you know, le legal reasons, you know, uh, held it back for a little bit. So they got that taken care of. Or actually, I don't think that was Russ. I think that was uh, uh, someone over at uh, IGP. Nico, I think, posted that. Um, so that is going live on the 23rd. Garth, can you tell us a little bit about the Sarah's mech? And can you explain uh, for someone who may not know um, what is it and why you guys are bringing that in the game? It's a special. It's a going to be a champion it's not going to be like a hero hero mech and uh all the proceeds from it based on uh, a poor girl down here who we lost to cancer um she liked when her dad used to jenner so we built a little special jenner build for her and all proceeds from sales of this will go to cancer research that's well, an I amazing can... thing it's man i can totally get behind painful. it the, the story just you know kills me um but I'm going to take that emotion, turn it into something good, and definitely get behind uh, the Sarah's mech uh, sale as as much as possible. And like Phil said, uh, you know, if you have the means, please do help. It's totally for a good cause, and uh, yeah, it'll it'll be a, I think a cool thing. Yeah, I think everyone can relate. And if you've if you've never had a family member with cancer, or if you've never lost anyone or anything like that, um, you're fucking lucky. Yeah, I, I will say I I put it mildly. 
I would have lost my mother if it wasn't for uh, um, treatment um, when I was in Iraq. So, you know, yeah, it definitely hits home and uh, we'll be fully behind it and spreading the word. So again, guys, when it does come out, uh, help do your part, share it, help it, support it. And if you can't do it financially, hey, that's fine. Share the word. Uh, tell your buddies about it and stuff like that. But let's let's raise some money for uh, the, this girl and, and for research and stuff and like I that. Say, it's a killer fucking looking mech, and it's going to be the Jenner that gets me into uh, training up my Jenners. I haven't done any work on Jenners, so this is going to be I the need one to that as well. Initiates that for me. Yeah, I feel I feel like I need to do that as well. All right, moving on to the patch notes. Obviously, we got a uh, new patch came out uh, yesterday. Um, let's see, we had the Victor added C bills. Now, Darren, Brennan, uh, Pipe in here. How did you guys feel about uh, PGI doing the Hero Mech and then the MC versions of the uh, the Mechs before they released the C-Build? Were you okay with it? Were you like, meh, just wait? I mean, how were your initial thoughts on that? As someone with a very expensive marketing degree, I would say that it is actually pretty good. It, it, it's harmless as far as people complaining about... Um, pay to win and whatnot it's actually fairly smart move on uh, all parts yeah i mean for me it was a an intelligent business decision and i like to see those because uh, i want this game to succeed and, and carry on for many years so um i mean it was what a, a week difference or something yeah, like it was that. week it, it just, was it i, was, I yeah, can it understand too... people being impatient but i don't know tough it up i mean it's yeah. it's still there and it just was a week later i think it was a great business move and uh and i'm fine with it for, for people who are wondering, um, the Hero Mech came out two weeks before, and then the week before, the regular mechs came out for uh, MC variant, and then the week after, it was uh, the C-Bill variant, I believe correctly. Yep. Yep. Now, so, um, I mean, the timeline from when the Hero Mech was released to when the C-Bill variant released didn't change at all, so it's just like with, for example, the Heavy Metal. The only difference is that you still have that incentive to spend MC if you wanted to, to get access quicker. So it's literally, again, just a jump into more content quicker. Well, all it is, is marketing and obviously research in, um, you know, gamers and psychology and stuff like that. And that's what, um, if you read a lot of the free to play, um, it's it's a big thing because, you know, they're playing on how people, you know, work. I mean, hey, if you got the money and you have no problem with buying the MC versions early, hey, good on you. But. There is nothing negative I see out of it other than, hey, them getting a little bit more money, you being a little bit, uh, well, either impatient and they're playing and that they're hitting the court, or hey, you got the money to spend, it's no biggie, so you're just supporting the game. Either or, you see win -win. this all over the place, you know, like a new iPhone will come out and there'll be all kinds of people that have to have it fucking first and they'll spend $100, $200 more just to have it before everybody else. Everybody else waits a month or two, you know, their carrier puts it on sale, whatever, they get it at a discount. Well, whatever, you know, it, it, it's just, a, it's a business decision and bottom line is if people are impatient have the money to spend then them buying these things early makes it so the rest of everybody can yep. play for free I was going to say they're supporting you guys <laughs> so that's a good thing hooray I know right uh, we've got the Atlas Champion um, have any of you guys used this I'm, I'm not going to lie I haven't um, I still think and this is my personal opinion that the Champion Max uh, we've heard it. A lot of people don't like the XP. Uh, you know, Mason actually, you know, hearing him yesterday when we were playing said that um, he liked the XP just for the fact that, you know, he can just grind through those. But I I just don't like them. I mean, plus it's an Atlas. I'm not going to buy it. What are your guys' thoughts, Brandon? I'd say even just splitting it from like make it half of the hero mech bonus. So like 15, 15, or even just like, if you want to take it even lower, so it's not as much, make it like a 10 and 10, 10 XP, 10 C bills. Well, last time yeah. I asked that they were, everyone was saying, screw the XP. Just give me the, uh, give me half the C mm -hmm. bills. Now Where's that being said, yeah, Garth, I mean, is that something that's been pitched? I mean, is it, is it the cell saying otherwise? I mean, um, any input on that? The sales are pretty good on them. Um, I don't disagree with you guys. I'd like to have them be a little more unique, but that's why we're doing, you know, asking people what they... It's beta! Yeah, then people give their feedback and then something changes. So I don't know if it will change, but I have said that a lot of people are requesting either um, a different kind of bonus or that kind of thing. So I haven't that. purchased a single champion mech. I've been tempted to, but that bonus just doesn't, doesn't do anything for me. I will, of course, uh, buy the Sarah mech. 
but uh, yeah, I, I need to see, I think, a little bit of C-Bill bonus in there because that's what I'm always lacking is C-Bills. I wouldn't even mind like a, a special like small decal or something like that, cam, a special just small camo piece or something like that on it and just differentiate it. Okay. Um, let's see, we've got the heat scale plus heat threshold implemented. Now, obviously this was a big topic of discussion. We just talked a few podcasts ago about, uh, you know, Homeless Bill and his idea and, you know, what was good, what was bad. And obviously, you know, we talked to the, you know, there's a ton of other ideas on how to possibly address this. Now, as soon as we did that, Paul came out and said, hey, these are the changes that are coming. Um, for those, obviously... Most of you guys out there have probably played, but for those that don't, uh, the threshold, what it is, is basically before, where it was like, what, 120, 130% before you started taking damage, is now at 100. And then, obviously, the heat scale is basically when you're firing uh, grouped weapons uh, in certain amounts that you get a, uh, you know, an additional heat uh, penalty for group firing them. Um, so it's sort of forcing people to either watch their heat, chain fire, uh, split up their weapons and stuff like this. I want to get your guys' first impressions, uh, Darren, Brennan. Well, um, it, it's hard to say. I mean, we're literally like a day in. So um, I am seeing less PPC boaters, but I don't know if that's because everybody's just jumping on SRMs and testing them out for a few days. Like I always say, we got to give this a little time. Got to give it a week or something, see when the dust settles. My gut instinct or feeling is that it's um, the change is not enough to, uh, you know, as far as um, trying to diminish the, the role of the PPC boaters and, and so forth. But um, I can't say that uh, for sure because I just haven't seen the results enough yet. Brennan? I have yet to play the current patch uh, due to technical issues. But from what I... Oh, been yeah. Reading, yeah, man. Um, no, uh, but from what I have been reading and stuff like that, um, I actually, personally, I like the 100% and then you start taking damage because then you're self-conscious about your heat again. Like before they did like uh, cool flush and stuff like that, what you were talking about, making yourself self-conscious of heat. Um, I like if you overheat, you start taking damage. It makes a little bit of sense. Um, yeah. Well, I've always felt that one thing early on in, in MWO's development, and you guys remember the times, it was right before Coolant Flesh sort of came in, and I was saying like how good it felt to have a game that heat played such a huge role in. And, um, you know, like I feel like that is like a key, it's, it's a pinnacle of, of the combat, you know, if, yeah, you can push the threshold, but hey, you're going to be punished for it, and, you know, a good pilot can can ride that line, ride in that 90% to 100% line, and, um, Run you know, die. you know, and yeah, and it's one of those things where, okay, so, I haven't looked at the numbers, I still need to play a lot more, and I feel like this is something we can talk about, like, in a month or so, and see, and ask Garth himself, or Paul, like, hey, you know, what are the numbers showing, but does it fix, um, Bodhi? Now, let, let's be real here, this, this doesn't fix, you know, two ERPPCs and a Gauss Fract, you know, three Delta, but should it? No, I don't think that, that's a valid build, um, you know, or does it fix, uh, a Stalker, uh, rolling around with six PPCs and firing them in volleys of two. No, it doesn't. But what it does do is it curbs them from basically firing all their weapons um, and, you know, just alpha, alpha, alpha. So if it's spreading out the damage, again, it comes down to skill. If the if the person can put the uh, reticle on you, if you're staying instead, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I guess it works out in both ways. Um, I know there's been a lot of uh, back and forth. I've seen uh, discussions over Reddit and uh you know facebook and our forums and stuff like that so yeah i just don't think the math is in yet i mean like walkie wokey says there uh it's a good implementation but it didn't fix everything and that's again i'm not basing that on numbers or facts it's just my gut instinct i feel like um it was a small step and maybe another small step or two might need to be taken to to really be super effective but we'll see i i, I really feel like don't know i feel like it's a good layer on the cake and we need to see what comes after this but Sprinkles. that being said yeah, so lots of sprinkles. That being said, it sort of runs right into our next topic is SRMs were buffed to 2.0. Yes. And now this yeah, this was actually voted uh, by you guys uh, out there in the audience and everyone else. Thanks uh, for voting public... that way, people. Yeah, and so here's the thing. SRMs were buffed to 2.0 from, what were they at, 1.6, 1.7? 1.5. Uh, I think they were 1.5. Yeah, 1.5. 
I mean, that's a, that's a pretty, you know, that's a pretty big buff from, you know, 0.5 damage. But that being said, so yesterday it came out. And of course, when anything is done like that, everyone runs to them. And I don't think that's a bad thing. It gets a lot of information, I'm sure, data, uh, analytical, uh, you know, information for, you know, the devs. But that being said, a lot of people are like, oh my god, it's OP. Now, I rolled well, around. what I was seeing was SRM Warrior online. And why do people do this? A day, the day of the no, patch, the day after the patch. Really? I think it's, uh, well, one, I enjoyed it. Um, I rolled around in an A1's Black Cat just to see. Now, I'm not the best Black Cat pilot. There are better ones out there. But that being said, I wanted to see, is it crazy OP, you know, stuff like that. Um, of course, this Black Cat, I wasn't... I feel like this Black Cat has definitely been... Um, it, it's not as effective as it used to be. One, obviously, host state rewind, it can actually be hit. Uh, that used to be a big issue uh, against them. Uh, two, the uh, splash and the ridiculous splash damage was removed. I mean, those things used to just just be stupid but that being said i actually got quite a bit of damage in a little amount of time but i also got taken out of the fight relatively quickly and we were talking about this yesterday i felt like certain mechs obviously um will benefit you know three srms uh like the the nine alpha i know some people were talking about their pretty baby bringing that out and stuff like that um but yeah, well, basically, I mean, you and the Splat Cat, here was your role. You were taken out fairly quickly, but you did 500-something damage, and you pretty much softened up every assault mech, which then Garth was able to pick off one by one <laughs> because of the damage that you did. So it has a role. Maybe it's not the strongest tank. Maybe, you know, it's not a sniper, but it was effective in what it needed to do. And uh, it true. Yeah. It would have been a little bit better, though. Obviously, a little bit of coordination pushing in there. But again, I want to say this. Every weapon should be a viable thing. Um, you know, people, uh, I, I saw a comment yesterday during Twitch and it was like, uh, PPCs are, you know, like, he, he was basically saying that PPCs shouldn't be a viable option to take. He was like, nerf them. It's like, guys, like, PPCs, large lasers, medium lasers, whatever it is, should be a viable weapon to take. You don't want, you know, like, you don't want anything to just be nerfed to hell. And then on top of that, I think a lot of people just tend to jump the gun um, on it. And look, a good pilot, a good uh, mech pilot in MechWare Online will use what they have and make it look, you know, even better. I mean, uh, they you make watch it look some, easy. yeah, you watch some of these really good players out there, and what they can, you, you throw them in any mech uh, for the most part, and they know how to use that, uh, you know, uh, short range AC. Or also, hey. Uh... Vasco brings up a good point, which is AMS shoots down SRMs now like they used to. Um, and that that's also brings up a good point, which is I'm seeing a lot more AMS out there. I'm seeing people use them more, which is kind of cool. I don't run them. I know I, I maybe I should, but I'm like, eh. <laughs> now there are a few times I've been caught in the open, but it wouldn't have mattered. I don't think if I had AMS or not. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, uh, is that I'm excited to be able to take my trebuchet out and actually be effective again. Besides yeah. running uh, ERPPC Gauss combo, but I used to. Pilot first. I used to. I'm happy to have the build there with the two two SRM sixes, two large lasers. But after the SRM nerf, it was basically just two large lasers because the SRMs didn't really do much. Yes, and like I said, this is one of those things where it's not that uh, large lasers or mediums or PPCs or Goss aren't viable. It's just the fact that when you bring, you know, this this buff brings them into line to where they can be a little bit more effective. So you're like, yeah, I, I want to use the weight. I want to use the weight for the weapon plus ammo and stuff like that. Um, I think it's good. I like it. Um, and that being said, this rolls into our next thing, which is the streak SRM changes. Um, for those that don't know, basically uh, beforehand, the streaks were going towards the um, the the joints, basically. So that's why, like, light mechs, the, the, the Raven 3L and stuff, always seemed to hit, like, CT, or at least the torso. I mean, it was, like, it was almost constant. Now, this came in, and it's funny because I saw the thread over at Reddit, and it was like, oh, the, the nerf to streaks, and there was a, a few people that were complaining, yeah, you know, why'd they do this? And it was like... Uh, I saw one person say, okay, so they fixed the issue, so now you're complaining because your light mechs that have been terribly OP with these simple weapons 
are now brought into line and you know you you have to be aware of that and you're not going to be able to run around just streak 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 and hit yeah they were um, kind of easy mode and so the people that like to run an easy mode i can understand them getting frustrated you know these, these big changes uh people have to get adjusted to them and and change what they're doing or whatever uh overall i was never a huge streak user before um i still have them on a few mechs and you know it is what it is i think it's more fair and uh more balanced well, what it did too from behind the scenes is it actually um, went with the mech and set up if you were to look at like uh, in their editor and stuff like that. Basically, it had to do with their bone structure where the uh, streaks were going towards. And so now it's like a, a, in the middle of the um, bones and joints. So they're not overlapping into other areas. Um, anyways, there's a huge write up um, that one of the engineers uh, did over out on the command share. So make sure to go check that out. It was a while back. Um, but it is in effect, and obviously you can see that uh, uh, streaks shouldn't hit the head too. That's another thing, is uh, they're pretty much, uh, they don't go, now I guess it could happen if you're jumping above or whatever, but uh, they're always going for um, certain locations, and that's up on the patch notes as well. And of course we got the testing grounds map, map select. Um, now you can actually choose which map you want to drop with. I think this is actually a really important thing, just for the fact that Hey, I want to make a build for, you know, I don't know, uh, whatever. And Testing I, I your heat te levels. Yeah, you know, anything. And to be able to do that, obviously, I foresee this having a lot more functionality with UI 2.0. Um, I don't know. Uh, call me crazy. Um, well, I think right now it has it plays two parts. Um, well, no, really, it only plays one. You get to get into a map and see what it looks like. When once uh, you're able, we're able to do the community warfare. And for example, we know uh, what maps we're getting or whatever for certain battles. It'll play a huge part uh, in that we can go in there and we can look at the train and we can, uh, you know, set up strategies and tactics. Um, you know, without having to be in a match. You can take your time and look for good places to set up ambushes or whatever the fuck you're going to do. Uh, there's another F-bomb for you. So, you know, I think it'll play more of a role. It's nice to have it in now. Um, but right now, I think it's just more of an aesthetic thing. You get to check out a map and see what it's like. All right, we've got uh, Ask the Devs. Um, obviously, you can... They, they switched up the format. Uh, you guys were able to vote, and uh, Brian answered actually in length on some of them. Um, but uh, some of the, the key topics here were tonnage limits and DirectX 11 soon, which, in my opinion, is big. And the reason I say this is from a random match uh, pub experience, because that's that's what I do, guys. I'm not the, the most active person, especially when it comes to like aces. Uh, that, that would be Brandon and the rest of the aces and unit leaders and, and below. I, I play a aces lot of matches. <laughs> I play a lot of matches uh, just either by myself or with a group. And so I want to see uh, tonnage limits. And the reason being is, you know, when I play Mech Commander, that's one of the big things, you know, it makes you choose tact, uh, you know, uh, a little bit of a, a tactical decision. Now, how they're going to implement that, I have no idea. I have no, we don't have the details yet. Um, and another big thing for me is DirectX 11 and stability. And I have a nice ass system. I want to be able to utilize that video card, you know, all that RAM, I want to be be able to utilize DirectX 11 and, uh, you know, tessellation and all of that. That's what I want. I've got a GTX 690. I've had this thing for a while. Let's push the, <laughs> like, let's do this, please. Let's do this. It's coming. Um, yep. Um, uh, third person view uh, um, is after. They didn't really dun, state dun, dun, how, dun. when, why. And I know this is a big topic, so we'll cover that um, at a later time. We've already. Hey, that's a big topic. Oh my god. The third person is coming. The oh third my god. person is coming. Oh my god. I didn't want to talk about it. Oh my god. You <laughs> Anyways, don't want to talk about it. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about That's that a little bit later. Every day. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, some sort of community warfare will be at launch. And for those that don't know, launch is September 17th. Um, so that is the official date they've released. And some sort of community warfare. I have a feeling it'll be sort of basic. But that being said, UI 2.0 has to be out. So we know UI 2.0 is coming out either, you know, before launch, uh, which means community warfare as well. So what, we've got two months left? Actually, pretty much 60 days, right? Yeah. 61 days, something like Speaking that? Speaking of dates, because that's an important date. September 17th for uh, the actual official launch. September 26th is the launch party in the San Francisco Bay Area. And September 27th is NGNGCon also in the San Francisco Bay Area. So uh, keep your eyes out for more news on all that. Um, you know, and I think uh, this is one of those things that um, uh, Garth was sort of hinting at uh, a few podcasts ago. Is like, 
they had to have UI 2.0 in before they can implement Community Warfare. Um, and it, it's just one of those things that UI 2.0 from the pictures and stuff and all the mock, I mean, it's completely different. And it's probably the biggest game uh, change we've seen coming up. I mean, you know, throughout the mechs and the combat, um, you know, when you look at a total UI rescale of everything, I mean, it's that's a big, big thing because two it has to fit uh you know fit for community warfare and all the lobby system and all that um yeah so the real question is will it uh support excel spreadsheets <laughs> evil online which is funny because i never used excel spreadsheets playing evil online i don't know you, and, you um, didn't use the the, the program i played by evil skill online man was a mod for <laughs> no, no i i I was a I was a vagabond harasser. You would have hated me. All right. Uh, we also have one big thing that uh, I've talked about, and I've asked Garth, and I've asked you guys, but they actually answered. They're looking at uh, the mech scale now. Um, this was actually written up by Dennis, and he actually gave some you know uh, good feedback on how the process goes along. Um, you know, they've got a system in place. Um, and it's a lot of work. Now that being said, what are your guys' thoughts, Brandon and Darren, about the mech scale? Do you see the quick draw being too big? Do you see yes. the media? Like, what are your guys' opinions and why? Uh, Centurions, in my opinion, too big. <laughs> There's just but a few you, mechs you, that seem. Okay. Do you think the Centurion right now is underpowered? Because here's my feeling: they're going to have to balance something then. Because if they make the Centurion smaller. Like right now, I feel like the Centurion is totally balanced. It's a kick-ass mech. If they make it smaller, it's going to become a better mech. Is it going to be unbalanced after that? Uh, that's one thing you'll have to we'll have to see. I mean, I understand uh, I the whole scale just... issue, um, but I think you have to uh, see the forest through the trees. You know, like I mean, there's more to it than just change the size because it's going to affect other stuff. Oh yeah, the hitboxes and stuff like that. And you're, well, yeah. look at looking on top of that. Um, let's take the Stalker. It's not a tall mech. If you were to make it as tall as an, another mech, it, it would it would be weird because the large majority of the stalker is you know uh, thrusting forward you know with the whole uh, you know torso assembly. Same thing with the Jenner. It's got a you know forward thrusting you know cockpit assembly and stuff like that. Mm. So those things I can understand uh, you know comes into effect when scaling. But that being said, uh, Dennis did say they're not happy with it. Uh, as far as they're not 100% happy with it and they're going to look at it. Now, that that being said, there is a ton of work that has to go into them adjusting. Do I think it needs to be done? Yes. Do I think it needs to be done for every single asset? No. Um, and I do like the fact that they do have a system in place. Um, but, you know, we just had uh, Alex uh, Iglesias on our Mech Steps and Beer 13. And he even said that now that when he's designing concepts for mechs, he understands the system a lot better, so when he is drawing the concepts, he takes in the fact of gameplay and well as the hit issues and stuff like that. Obviously, you know, we talked about the dragon, uh, you know, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty indifferent. I feel like it's going to get worked out regardless of my own opinion. Um, so if they change it, I'm sure I'll adjust and I'll be fine with it. If they don't, I'm sure I'll stay the same and be fine with it. Now, Garth, we've talked about this. Can, can you comment on this? I mean, what are your thoughts? I mean, do you think... On max scaling? Yeah, I mean, uh, do you feel like uh, everyone's justified saying, wow, like, what the hell's up with the quick draw? Like, really? Like, I think I I often agree in a way. I think people assume it will do something it won't, such as, like, Centurions being smaller. I don't think, one, I don't think they need it. Two, I don't think it would make much of a difference because they're already annoyingly hard to hit specific targets up anyway. Um, personally, I'd like the awesome to be smaller. That's the one I've always looked at and go, mm. I mean, even if it's, if it becomes not to scale, like it's too small for 80 tons, I just want it to be smaller so much. <laughs> I don't want it to be a barn door. So well, maybe, maybe it'll be thinner, about. would be the instead of like diet, put them on a diet. Yeah, put them on well, diet. I just want to cut the, a piece off. Right? The way I look at it is let's look at the, the um, let's just touch on this real quick. And I think we've talked about this in the past. Let's, let's talk about the quick draw. Now, the quick draw is energy and, and missile based, it has no ballistics. And for all the setups you can do, um, in my opinion, it, it relies on speed. It relies on speed and maneuverability, speed jump jets. And when you rely on those things, if you're a gigantic target like it is, it's easier to hit. 
Now, I don't think it would solve, like, I don't think it would be like the end all be all and you'd, you know, quick draws would just be this perfect go-to. But what I feel like is it would help the fact that a smaller target is harder to hit. I mean, you see that on the light mechs. They are, the fucking spider is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So that that's how I feel is it has a gameplay implication if the scale is incorrect. That's, that's what I feel like. It, and it makes some mechs harder to hit and some mechs easy. And so if that's the case, if the quick draw um, is supposed to be this fast, nimble, uh, heavy, because it's only 60 tons, uh, you know, then it, uh, you know, it suffers right now from being an easy target to hit. Now, that being said, I do see quick draws all the time. And, uh, you know, they're, they're used actually that's quite effectively. That's what I was going to say is that, I, you know, I'm seeing quick draws all the time. So, you know, maybe I don't see them as often as other more popular mechs, but they're being used. People like them. I don't know. I mean, this is just such an But that doesn't mean it's, it's not an issue. It doesn't yeah, mean it's I'm not, not saying an it's not an issue. Yeah. So anyways, they are aware of it and they're looking into it. And that's actually one thing I was happy to read. Uh, another thing on Ask the Devs is uh, the time. Um, this is actually something a lot of people I think would... At least I agree. Uh, when they started this whole one-on-one -on -one time scale, I was like, oh, that's really cool. But to me personally, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> like, let them push it back. No one cares. It's totally lower. I shouldn't say no one cares. Some might care. But the reality of it, it doesn't, it doesn't affect gameplay at all. So that's why I don't care. I totally I feel... care about the game more than I do the <laughs> timeline. Yeah, so totally, you know, stop it right now, PGI. Look at your schedule, redo it. It's not the end of the world, you know, and I think that is fine saying and I think just being honest about it. So they are a bit behind schedule. Uh, they haven't stated what they are or aren't going to do, but I think we've had Russ basically on the, you know, playing and on the podcasting basically say, you know, like if they have to, you know, stop it or adjust it, it is what it is. It's not the end of the world. And a lot of people actually, I think, would be OK uh, with whole. <laughs> yeah, as Gar says. Let's go back to 2745. <laughs> back to the future. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, not a biggie. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think everyone out there, I saw a lot of people in chat um, agree. Now, I know those clanners are going to be like, fuck, I just want my clan max. Totally agree. I want my Timberwolf, you know. I say but. fuck it all. Let's just fast forward to the year 5000 and there'll be no clanners, no inner sphere. It'll be something totally new. Mind meld. <laughs> Sticks and stones. Right. We have literally blown ourselves up. All right, just a friendly reminder, obviously tomorrow the 18th, the public test is going on again, 12v12, so make sure to get involved with that. Uh, we will be streaming it, uh, so just keep an eye on that. Uh, that'll be going on tomorrow for two hours. Check the times on the post. Let's go ahead and move into the dev stock area. We've got Paul Heatscale update, and he's got a few uh, sub-updates with uh, SRMs 2.0, 30th uh, for the heat PPC change possibly, and... What I feel is really, really cool is the seismic sensor adjustment and RD update. So we've been saying the seismic sensor, it's a it's a end like if you don't have it, you're at a disadvantage. And it was a little bit too OP. Now they're bumping the uh, the range down to 180 for the basic and 250 for the um, the elite. Now, I like this just for the fact that it is going to change how it's used. It's still viable to flank targets with this. Uh, you know, obviously as a light, you just want to know to keep, you know, behind that 250, um, you know, meter mark, which is fine because that means you can still hit with, you know, lasers and stuff like that. So, Phil, I need to interrupt real quick. The Garth needs to leave the building, so we have to say adios to our friend. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow morning, man. See you in the morning. Yeah, have Garth. a good one, guys. Be there tomorrow. I want be more there. People. Night, buddy. Bye, guys. So anyways, that's what I took away from that. Now, obviously, Artie update, um, uh, it's being buffed, which good. Um, you know, I, don't, I know a lot of people are like, man, I want like this Artie strike to, if you're standing still, you're going to suffer. I totally get that, but I don't want it to be totally OP and abused all the time, too. Um, so that being said, I'm okay with the seismic changes coming up. How dependent um, have we all become on seismic? I mean, I can't I, even run with yeah. that anymore. I, I don't own it. You don't what? own it? I don't own it. I, I feel naked now, seriously, when I'm in a I, I, I don't have it. it. I unlocked it. I just am too space poor to afford. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't have two like rich people like Phil. I have one that I have to move around to all my mechs, but man, I am on top of that because I miss it when I don't have it. I feel like um, 
when I don't have it on, I do feel like I'm at a disadvantage just for the fact that they can see where I am. Now with this change though, that does help out. That 400 uh, you know meter radius, uh, it's it's a, that's a big deal. So now they're cutting that uh, you know pretty much 250. So all right, uh, moving on to some community questions. Obviously Garth is out here. Sorry, he has to run. He's got a real life. Uh, he'll be back tomorrow for the Twitch event, so we can bug him then. I think but, what we uh, have to do is in the future put the community questions up front so that uh, he can. Well, participate. you know it's. It's funny, some of these questions are more towards like community warfare and asking like Paul and stuff like that. So Where he'll uh, only say, I don't know. <laughs> or, sure, why not? Or no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez, I love Paul. Um, let's see. Uh, we've got uh, Gurzut says, can we have a damage taken stat added to the end of the match screen? Assuming yes, how can one uh, see it implemented? Um, I wonder if this is going to be part of the whole UI 2.0, um, just for the fact that I have seen some mechs recently. That Victor yesterday, it got down to like 17%, uh, you know, health. It was it just would not die. And then we had Garth Legman kill him, and it was ridiculous. Remember, uh, Deadfire linked that screenshot of, a, um, what was it, a Centurion that was at 6%. Pretty insane. Zombie mech, zombie mech. Uh, we've I got. would think it would be a really good idea to see how much damage you're taking at the end of the match. Yeah, I mean, more. I'm assuming. I mean, they increased the the amount of information we get post match already, and I'm I'm sure they'll do more. Uh, a good game that I like with tons and tons of post match stats is uh, World of Tanks, and they've improved their uh, stats as well. I'd like to see Definitely. something along those lines. Definitely something I would like to see, but uh, personally, I would like to see something come before, like the damage taken stat added to the end of the game, but maybe. How much time you've capped on cap points so just have something to look at i don't know here's a good question about ag and he says is there any possibility that we'll have a change to the paper doll damage diagram to this bar version obviously for all those who mech warrior 4 mech 3 mech 2 how do you guys feel about this yeah i can understand from the design perspective of just leaving it like the uh the, the mech diagram um but what do you guys think uh, you know, the bar, or are you like, eh, don't really need it, or why not, just so I can be a little bit more accurate with, the, you know, how much armor I have left? Put it on a cockpit monitor. The bars hey, seem pretty popular, but why I'm not? pretty indifferent. Why not? Why not Slap have the option, it. though? Slap it on I the guess. cockpit monitor. Have one in each, like, have the uh, mech outline on one monitor, have that bar one on the other one. There you no, go. No, what I'm saying is, why not have it like the old ones, where you could switch. You could And, it. yeah, why not? I mean, if it's... If, I mean, it's basically them just taking the uh, data from your, your mech um, and transferring it to the bar, which pretty much the... It's basically the same thing, just different visual representation yeah. of that data. I, I have no problem with it. The You know, I, I, I feel I'd like... i like to it, see a pie graph, personally, because I like pie. <laughs> no, I feel Fuck like yeah, it does... With five pie grams? Let's do it. Let's do I it. I feel like it does take away a little bit, and it, not that it's all about the micro and macro uh, in, in that regards, but I, I still feel that it does take away. You know, like you're not 100% sure how much armor you have on your Centurion's arm. You know, it's red as hell, you know, so it's one of those things. Um, I do feel that it would help someone who maybe is, um, you know, colorblind or something to the effect of where they can actually just see uh, the difference and where, you know, or something like that. I don't know. Why not have both? Let, let the option let's let's do it let someone choose what they want why not i don't think it'd be very hard to implement i say that but i'm not a programmer so i just i'm just you totally talking out my ass yeah and i'm gonna change <laughs> my mind on the pie graph because pies and beards don't go well together dude apple pie goes well with everything even beards all right cause rock says fighting inside a factory with ramps leading up to two or more levels would be interesting what is the chance of seeing this type of map in the future um, all I got to say is if you ever played MechWarrior Living Legends, there was a, um, a map, uh, God, what was that thing called? Uh, someone out there, it was basically a urban jungle and it had like highway ramps, everything, multi-layered, multi-tiered, multi-dimensional. Uh, it was great. So um, we're looking and, for more verticality rather than horizontal yeah, gameplay. Yeah. And I think like, that's actually a cool thing that we I haven't think. seen. I think I would love to see a very close, very tight city st uh, style map, but you'd have like like Phil saying all the the freeway ramps and stuff like that. Uh, different level buildings that if you had jump jets you could utilize. Also giving jump jets another role on the battlefield. I mean, it would imagine be... you think lights are a pain in the ass. Imagine if you had verticality to where, you know, <laughs> like yeah, exactly. it would make like... it would make it viable. You know, 
And I mean, even some wrecked buildings that you could use as ramps to t step onto taller buildings and stuff like that, and you could do it that way. I want to have a map that's just one giant elevator shaft, and so it's totally just up and down. You're fired. Only. <laughs> Stop. Just fired. Hey, uh, Little Sniper asks, where do you go to submit these community questions? Go to, you can either, uh, I guess we're just, we're not doing Facebook anymore, right? We're just going to our website, go to the forums. Website. I check yep. everything. I do okay. check everything. So but I mean, website's better. Just, website just, is better. Is go to the, the forum. Best. The website Bam. is Bam. the best site to submit your questions. All right, we've got Ferrix, and he says, um, and this has actually already been addressed, Ferrix, and he's asked, uh, with Numex being released every two months on September 17th release, when is PGI going to go back and update the meshes, basically the geometry, Centurion, Hunchback, all the old ones, Atlas, uh, for the older mechs? And what he's talking about is basically the weapon changes. Now, we've asked, is this going to happen? They said yes, but we haven't got a date. So I will ask Garth and possibly touch base with like Dennis or someone um, over at PGI and see when that is because um you know obviously i think it's a really cool thing that's like i almost expect it um in, in a way you know like now that every mech that comes out has that i just sort of expect that sort of thing so i love and I it i would like to say thank you ferrix for all of your wonderful work during our twitch live streams linking and so forth you're almost like an honorary member of ngng thank you dude without the smell or you know yeah without, the, the without the negative parts lingering of presence of standing there the 15 minute break where i get to touch bombadil's beard hmm if you're lucky j-man j-man asked a question phil will the hunchback ever get a speed boost it's outpaced by every light medium and more than half the heavies <sighs> you know that uh, do you guys feel like the hunchback needs a speed boost um phil was keeping up with us he was in his hunchback and he was keeping up with us in centurions uh, when we were doing a wolf pack, I, I don't often get into my hunchback and think it needs to go quicker. But maybe I'm uh, unique, and a lot of people think uh, it does need one. What do you think, Brandon? I think, as someone who played the hunchback quite a bit, I think it's perfectly fine right now. I mean, it is supposed to be a little bit more heavier because it is mounting the AC20 and stuff like that. As such, you're sacrificing your speed for your weaponry. I think uh, you could probably add a, a tweak to a couple of the variants, maybe like the 4SP, and I'm trying to remember the the um, Swayback, where it could maybe mount a little bit heavier of an engine due to the fact that it's got a little bit lighter of a load. But I mean, I guess that's really well. Look at the look at the trebuchet. There's one that's a little bit faster than the other three. Um, me personally, I think the Hunchback's fine. I want them to follow, uh, you know. They don't have to follow tabletop rules specifically. Look, I get it. Sometimes they get step out, but I feel like the hunchback is fine. <laughs> um, I feel like uh, for those that weren't back way like the the launch uh, backs, for those that don't know, closed beta, there were some crazy ass builds that were just ridiculously OP. But uh, yeah, I, I'm perfectly okay with it. I mean, I don't think it needs touched, but that's just me. I don't know. Again, probably like maybe one variant that has a quirk where it can mount a little bit bigger of an engine. That's really what, what about the go. variant that doesn't get used very often? How about that? You know, what about yeah, exactly. the four eight? No, four H is actually the black sheep of the hunchbacks. The unspoken one. We don't speak of that one here. What one is it? Not, no, I mean, yeah. I I don't know. I think the the hunchback's pretty damn close to being where it needs to be and and being balanced. I don't see a lot of people complaining. Hardly any. Um, now I respect J Man. He's a great player, and I I'm not diminishing his request or anything like that but i just feel basically from listening to the player base um that it's pretty damn close yeah 4j the 4j is the black sheep i mean stuff like that i would have no problem with like if pgi was like look this mech isn't being used it's the hard points now let's give it some let's give it some love maybe a little bit faster so it's viable you know and maybe someone takes some SRMs. the one thing with the hunchbacks is um you know the hard points specifically like some just are better than the others. So if that's the case, you know, if if that's the case, look at those ones that are not being used. Maybe give them some love, but don't make them, don't change the hard points to make them, you know, give them the tweaks, better acceleration rate, a little bit faster, uh, stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. So good question, uh, J-Man. All right, guys, we're going to go to questions from live studio audience. Obviously, uh, guys, it's just us. We have no devs here. So any questions that you guys have, we're only going to take like two because podcast is almost over. Uh, but yeah, any questions you guys have, just X up and I'll call on you and you'll unmute and ask away. So let's go ahead and open it up to the floor. Does anybody have any questions? Go right now. It can even be right discussion, now. whatever. We'll, we'll take a couple of you, uh, chat a bit. So is there something you want to talk about, ask? 
we got the you know tactic stream earlier today mecha online BTU, launch party battle tech con what what do you guys have out there anybody except no t-shirts yes. oh yeah t-shirts by the way are off Phil's lizard um, yeah dude we can talk about the lizard it's cool uh, X up in chat basically means uh, in the studio chat here, all you have to do is hit the X and just hit enter like that. Moonsword. All right. Moonsword's the first one. Unless he was just demonstrating. <laughs> G'day. Can you all hear me? Yes. Hey, Moonsword. I've noticed something with a few of the previous podcasts and listening to them that you seem to have dropped the Duncan Fish a minute. Um, I'm actually glad you asked. Uh, it was just they just took a break. Um, the writer and George took a break for a couple weeks, but uh, there's a new one, and it will be in this podcast, which will probably go live tomorrow. So don't worry. Duncan Fisher is continuing, and we'll be back in this podcast. Darren's just being really polite. What really happened was there was a uh, small collaboration. Someone somehow let alcohol slip into the room, and they both wandered off, and we haven't seen them since. Yeah. No, I mean they're they're enjoying doing it. We're enjoying listening to it. Um, it's just hard to have it uh, for every single podcast, but um, yeah, it'll be like I said. We have one sitting here waiting, and it'll be in this episode. And by the way, hopefully you guys have been enjoying the turnaround on the podcast. I, I want to say, um, and and I'm gonna jump on the soapbox. Obviously, hey, it's through you guys that we're able to do that. You know, we're able to basically set you know these guys up on a contract to be able to pay them for their work. I mean, and it isn't a whole lot, but hey, it's better than nothing, and that's because of you guys. So if you have the ability, if you like what NGNG is doing, hey, head over to our website, donate, buy a shirt, buy any. This goes to them. It doesn't go to me and Darren. Nothing, uh, you know, it goes right back into basically NGNG, pays the people for doing the work. So if you now, can do that, help us out. I totally agree. But we did cut off Moonsword there. Were you going to say something else? Are you liking the uh, Duncan Fisher minute a lot? Yeah, I do like it a lot, actually. It's very funny to listen to most of the time. I agree. They are great at what they do. Yeah, we'll keep it up. Everything we can get from George, we will get. We will wring him dry of all of his talent. All right, good question, Moon. All right, who's up next? We've got Foxhound73. Go ahead. Actually, it was 8th, 001. So we'll take 8th next. Yep, gotcha, Fox. Hey, guys, can you hear me? Um, Yes, Yes, Uh, yeah, I just had a question. I know they do the uh, 12v12 test servers. Are you guys going to do a Twitch stream from then when they're active? Yep, we'll be live tomorrow, tomorrow for it as well. We, we did it last... Uh, oh, we did it when the first one was? Was that? Um, it was last week, I think, yeah. Yeah, my days are blurring. Sorry. We did uh, the first day. It was live. We did a Twitch stream as well. Awesome. So, yeah, Can't our wait normal to watch you guys. T- uh, Twitch tomorrow morning uh, will be the 12 men. All right. Awesome. Okay, that wasn't me. Wild Fox, go ahead. Um, Everybody's everywhere. Are you planning to do a vlog on the NGNGCon? Oh, yes. The NGNGCon will be live. Um, And that's actually one of the things that me and Darren actually meeting with uh, a guy that has uh, access to multiple different venues, uh, hangers and stuff like that. Obviously, the big thing for me from the technical perspective is, uh, one, we need a place that has power. Two, it needs to have internet. Um, and uh, so we can set up a computer. We will have one, if not multiple, cameras uh, set up at NGNGCon. Like we'll have one in the bathroom and you know everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And uh, basically, what NGNGCon for those that don't know, obviously, is going on. It will be right after you know the launch event for MWO. I'll, I'm going to be uh, in the area, obviously. So me and Darren felt it was it was the right time. Um, and that being said, we'll be streaming the tabletop action. I mean, we're going to be sitting around drinking beer, you know, talking. And we're getting more and more people to come as far as Russ is going to be staying, Russ probably Bullock Brian. Confirmed. Brian we're going to probably. Yeah, we're going to try to get as many of these Randall guys. Bills, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and I know some of the IGP staff is going to stay. They're super excited. We're going to try to get Randall, uh, Jordan Wiseman. I'm going to try to get it. I mean, we're, we're trying to get everything. And all of this is going to be on our Twitch page, NGNG TV. So trust me, you guys get to see all of it. And of course, we'll put it up. And that'll be, you know, NGNG Con year one i think a lot of people out there have wanted one obviously it's tough though because i know it's going to leave some people out you know i'm on the east coast as well if it wasn't for me you know flying out to you know california i wouldn't be able to do it so um again i know it's tough maybe uh maybe depending next year we can do something even bigger or you know like i said i think it'd be great if you know pgi did like an event i think it'd be great so maybe i can whisper in uh, russ's ear or, you know something like that maybe darren rubbed the beard on him a little bit uh you know we should rent a big that ass would boat the- Yes. Going to international waters. There you go. <laughs> so that, anyways, yeah. 
yeah so we'll we'll get you more info on that but uh all right guys we're gonna go ahead and move on um sorry not as many community questions we just wanted to get through that obviously we'll have a roundtable discussion next week and uh we'll go from there but everyone Thank you for those questions. We got MechWare Tactics. We have the Founders Update, which we already talked about. But basically, if you have the Founders Package already and you want to update, literally, uh, you can. Uh, we've got a link for you to follow. Uh, but today, me and Darren were playing MechWare Tactics on NGNG TV. We're going to be doing a lot more of those, by the way. Um, unfortunately, well, fortunately, it went well for the first uh, match. Basically, no, it, it was a grudge match. And, uh, you know, first I, match I, was I, bullshit. I told everyone place your bets, and a lot of people were placing their their love and, and faith into the beard. And uh, well, sometimes misguided trust uh, gets you in hats. bad places. So yeah, uh, the, the unfortunate thing is that it was uh, uh, we did run into a few bugs today. And now this is closed beta. Um, it is a you know a little bit buggy right now. But the cool thing is that we had a lot of fun. It is you know it's a great combination of the tabletop the card collecting game and so forth and um it's you know being fixed and updated uh, regularly so we're looking forward to where we're going to go with this we'll be streaming it as often as we can and putting it on youtube and so forth um but definitely worth getting behind if you can and uh, that being said just yeah. a heads up you know darren and i do have permission to stream it um don't go out and post youtube or pictures and you know don't get yourself in trouble we do have permission to do that uh so anyways just to little clarification there i know some people were like hey is this still closed beta don't want you guys to get uh in in trouble or anything like that but we will have more on it and you know i feel like it's a good time sink like me like i don't i don't mind hopping in there uh and playing a match hey we can we could literally just left that match came back tomorrow and continued on um so i love that you know and, and for me you know, I do have some free time. It's nice to hop in there, maybe make a turn or two, and come back later. Um, I will be putting that up on YouTube later on today. Um, after the, the stream earlier, I had to take a nap. I'd been up for over 30-plus hours. So, anyways. <laughs> That's what happens when, like, you start streaming, and I'm like, oh, Mech Commander, let's stream. <laughs> I don't know. Crazy. But anyways, guys, uh, again, just a heads up. We've got the Catalyst Game Lab Sponsorship Giveaway Week 10, and that is Sword and Dragon, the starter book. Make sure to head over to our website, register. It's a simple uh, process. You register, you post a comment via the question, and that's all you got to do. Um, I'll actually be drawing the winner for uh, Week 9. I haven't done that yet. Got to do the random number generator. Um, so pay attention, by the way. If you <laughs> if you register, make sure to use a valid like email because that's where I send it to. So I've actually had... Um, someone who it was week four they won and didn't respond and after a week I, I go I do another random drawing and then go to the next person so make sure to uh, uh, to check your emails please because I want you to win this stuff and uh, you deserve situational to win it. awareness folks be aware of what's going on or you'll lose your prize and that being said we've got Facebook we're up to 41 hundred people on Facebook holy shit man hey by the way it is a great way Fuck. for us to get <laughs> it is a great way go ahead brian and say it. just fucking explosions man all right there we go all right so it is a great way for us to get uh you guys feedback uh directly now the cool thing is our website is now tied into twitter and it was tied in facebook i was i didn't like the whole auto generating from what anyways it's twitter is up and operational now so make sure to use our twitter uh you know account i'm not a big twitter person so that's why this is best is it auto generates for us <laughs> that way i don't have to do everything like 50 times but anyways guys check out our youtube content i've been putting up a ton of content on youtube uh, sorry it took like over a week uh when i came back from vacation that was on youtube um i had all the videos ready it's just it was being a pain in the ass um, but uh, I've got a lot of uh, Mech Commander videos to come, and Mech Commander specifically, I finished the campaign this morning. I'll be moving on to the uh, Mech Commander Gold expansion campaign next. And so for those that don't know, it introduced like the Bushwhacker, the Stiletto, the Mauler. Um, I think that was it, though, out of the top of my head. I don't know if there's any others. But uh, that being said, too... Um, if you Go got, ahead. if, if there's anybody who's experienced modder and what I'm saying, like old, like these old timing games, what it comes with, uh, executables and, and stuff like that. If there's someone like that, if you're a programmer out there and you're, and you know what you're doing as far as that, I want to talk to you. And the, the, the reason being is, um, I want to mod Mechmaner. I think Mechmaner is a great game. Uh, I'm going to try to get in contact with someone at, uh, you know, the old fast studios, maybe try to talk to, you know, I don't know. 
Wiseman and try to get the source code. I feel like if we can get the source code, that would be awesome. Uh, but anyways, until then, you can actually mod Mech Commander pretty heavily. Mech Commander, Mech Commander Gold, you can mod. Um, not Quick, just get Wiseman on the red phone. So, any news on BTU? Uh, someone just asked. Actually, um, Rudy is actually here. Rudy, are you are you available to, to pipe in here? Uh, maybe we'll get you some direct feedback. I don't know if he's listening, so let me, let me While see. While we're One waiting sec. for that, I want to say, hi, George. George joined us. George, George. Um, hey, George, are you available to chat? Can you unmute, sir? Hi there. Hey, George. We were having questions people were asking about the Duncan Fisher Minute. Um, so I just thought I'd ask you, how's that going? You got some more episodes in the in the making. Now, of course, we are sitting on one that will go in this podcast, but uh, your fans are clamoring for more. What's the word on that? Oh, well, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, me and Dave are, are working on those, and um, I had some time this week, so I've been doing that, and uh, we're going to have some more fun little things coming in soon. Um, all kinds of stuff from Solaris 7. I've been studying, folks. Nice. What are you studying? I'm studying the Solaris 7 Players Gamebook. Sweet. The thing is a goldmine of stuff about Solaris 7 that I never knew. So you're this very is, good. And this is actually something um, we were talking about in our, in our chat that George was like, hell yeah, because <laughs> there's literally like... A ton of information, and if you haven't checked those out, the source books are filled to the brim uh, with, I mean, it talks about um, basically each house, um, you know, how it's handled there, the lore behind it, the different uh, the different uh, coliseums and all that. Anyways, there's a it ton even, of stuff. It even talks about the friggin' burger joints, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Details, man. Oh, this thing is Street crazy. level. So, it's so you heard it from the, uh, the fisherman himself. Uh, there's more Duncan Fisher minutes on the way. All right, guys. Uh, so Rudy, uh, for those that don't know, by the way, short painter, AK Rudy, um, he is working, uh, with me and a few others for, uh, BTU. For those that don't know what BTU is, we can get you the links as well. Brandon, if you don't mind getting the, the, um, blog and the, the video, um, Lately, we've actually been diving into moving forward on the alpha of this, uh, Rudy. And I just want to have you pipe in. Like, what are you doing right now as far as uh, in BTU specifically? Um, hello, everybody. Uh, right now, I'm actually just working to make sure that the mechs can move around uh, and then they, they can do torso twists and aim at objects and uh, basically just get them moving so that the player can control them and have fun with them. And that's really what we're doing right now. I mean, we've had sort of that system already in the game, but we want to refine it and make it perfect so that it works on all mechs and that it works uh, perfectly without any trouble. You know what I mean? Because it was all done with, uh, like we, we call it uh, band-aids and duct tape before, but now we want to actually get a professional style uh, animation system in. And so that's where we're at. Okay, and so you know, when you were saying aiming, um, I guess we can chirp in here. Um, on the video we showed you guys, which is a prototype, by the way, um, it was me and Rudy pretty much learning Unity. And one of the things for our design was to have verticality, um, like Darren was saying, like in MWO, to where you, you can shoot at targets above you and below. Well, in MWO, you aim and your arms rotate, you know, animate and rotate and all that. Well... In the prototype build, actually, you're only shooting on one plane at X height. So wherever your weapons come out, they travel in a straight line and, and stuff like that. And obviously, we can turn on gravity on like ballistic and SRMs and they'll fall. But um, so one of the things is um, having the, the sort of uh, being able to aim on your screen. Um, the programmers will have to come in, come in there and basically write like algorithms. Algorithms. So like when you mouse over... A building um, on your screen again it's two-dimensional and it, it, anyways we got a bunch of stuff but what I'm trying to say is when you aim at something above you or below you your arms and torso will uh, move up and down and you'll be able to um, shoot at said target so that's actually a big thing going on right now and of course like he was saying um, beforehand for BTU basically how the max were set up is we had a torso and legs the new setup is using um, Unity's new um, animation system and character avatar system. It's called uh, Mechanin, and it's all one character, which is really, really good because um, 
you can do stuff like leaning into turns, uh, full body animation, you know, swinging arms. I mean, everything pretty much we wanted to do, um, but we weren't able to do it beforehand. So anyways, that's, that's what's going on right now. That being said, for you guys, uh, and actually we just met last night, uh, for BTU, um, we hopefully will have something for you to run around in as far as the locust um, within like two, maybe three weeks. Uh, and we're, we're going to focus on the whole movement system, being able to fall off like a height and, you know, the flexing of the knees and landing being able to have a, um, a foot. Like if you run over a rock or something like a car, your foot will actually raise up and your knees will bend, but the other leg will remain straight. There's actually stuff we can do for that. Um, there's a lot of cool things, but uh, obviously as we're moving forward, just uh, just expect small little incremental updates like that. All right, guys, I just want to say thank you for coming out, uh, our community, our staff members, and for everyone supporting us. Again, we do have a few uh, things coming down the road for donations on our website uh, via the, the forums. We've got a uh, cool things uh, for for those that don't know, like Max Specs, how they do their benefactors program and stuff like that. That's something we've looked into heavily. We actually had something completely uh, separate, but you're going to get some perks for donating on our forums, on our website, and you're going to get stuff like avatars and stuff. You can do your own stuff. All Every that details to come. Every donation $100 or more, I'll pluck out a beard hair and send it to you. I'm just kidding. That's not happening. <laughs> no, we get to pick where you pluck the hair from. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got a special one for you, George. Uh, and of course, this was your local No Guts, No Galaxy Mechware podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Phil. And this is Darren. This is Brandon, also known as Country Kill. Until next time, Mech Warriors. Thank you.